Lawrence episode of the No Great Areas podcast. With myself, Denny. And Dickhead Lewis, basically. Man, Dickhead Lewis. <laughs> um, so, today is a, it's an off-the-cuff one. It's it an off-the-cuff one it today. It's just a bit of a catch-up about what I've gone in the world. Yes. Um, start off with, with, with yourself, then. Go, um, go in. Okay, so, surprise, surprise. I was away last weekend. I was in Amsterdam. Whoop, whoop. It's all right. Stormzy. Um, so went to the Stormzy concert over there. He uh, he smashed it. Considering he's only got two albums, and you, you're you're never going to do every track off an album. I thought it was a, a pretty decent show. Okay. Um, had a couple of uh, cupcakes. Oh, okay. That were okay. Uh, how do you say? Oh, Jesus, man, I've still got contaminated those. with st- uh, the herb. Bruv, I've still got them laces that that I may or may not have illegally smuggled into the country in the back of Benny's <laughs> luggage. <laughs> No, never that. They asked me the question, and I said no. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was that was good. Um, I don't know if I mentioned last time because last time round I was at yours. Mm-hmm. Um, my no, because we haven't published that episode. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. last time, so obviously, as 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 regular listeners know, we don't necessarily put the episodes out in order um, that we record them. So last one we recorded, um, I parked outside Lewis's. And someone went up the side of my car um, and scratched it. At the time, it just looked like dents and scratches, but it meant that the, um, the the driver's door couldn't open properly. So now I'm having to kind of yank it, and it's dented up badly. Um, the front the, quarter the, panel. That's the one. Um, so I've got to get that sorted. Do you know what? I had a thought about that as well. Yeah. My neighbour who lives across the road, mm. he owns a surveillance company. Okay. I'm going to call him up because he's got cameras all over his yard and I'm sure one of them points straight at your motor. And the other thought I had is when you look at the damage on your car, yeah? Mm. Your your wing mirror wasn't clipped. I thought that as well. So I think someone reversed out of the drive on my neighbour next door to the security guy because they're dickheads. Right? I think they might have reversed out, clipped your motor and just fucking driven off. Oh, that's interesting. I'm doing some CSI shit up in here, man. That's interesting. That makes sense. I was drawing diagrams. I was working out trajectories. Protractor out. I was doing it all. So, yeah, I did go knock on his door at the weekend, but he wasn't in. So, um, I've got his number there. I'm going to send him over a text and say, what's going on? That's cool. I'm going to get it sorted. So, annoying, isn't it? Well, that plus what you've done has actually put me in a in a position so let's see what you I just what, what did you roll up in today talk about that <laughs> what's going on I'm here in my banged up car <laughs> outside your yard <laughs> and then what oh dear basically man rolled up in a German convertible today <laughs> man rolled up in a German whip uh, to be honest Rob it was a bit of drama um, again it'll come out later but I was supposed to buy this grey 4 series convertible okay. from a dealer in uh, Croydon and I pointed out all these faults when I first went to look at the car and I hadn't even test driven it. And then when I went back to test drive it and potentially pay for it, and I said to the guy, look, I'm coming, but I'll be in a bit of a rush. I'll make sure the car's 100% ready. Right. Cool. Test drove it. Still four or five issues that I spotted the day, like the last time I came. The only thing he'd done was got the alloys refurbed and cleaned right. the inside, roughly cleaned it. So I said, look, the inside's not been cleaned properly. There's little cover caps missing off the isofix base and the wind diffuser's not in the back. And I wouldn't mind these things, but the wind diffuser's like 200 quid in its own. It's a part that comes with the car. Yeah. Anyway, Dickhead started interrupting me. Like the salesman interrupted me. And even thinking about it now, I'm surprised I didn't slap that man. <laughs> I had to take a breath and everything. I was like, bruv, 
do not interrupt me again, I swear. And the ghetto came out of me, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, didn't end up getting that one. And there was dramas getting this one as well, because what happened, I was on my way home that night, and suddenly, like, my search criteria for this car, because I'm looking for a bargain, right? Yeah. The car I'm looking for, you can't get them for the price I'm looking at, really. Why? There's, there's going to be either a desperate seller or something wrong. Okay. And um, this one of them came up like a oh this is a new one in my search criteria right and I know all the ones that are on sale under 20 grand in the country all the specs everything yeah so this one comes up and I'm like ah okay this one was higher priced before I called the guy he says look my insurance runs out this week I don't want to have to renew it I do just want to get rid of the car quick so I rolled up to Ilford the guy was like look I've got to leave by half two get here as early as you can so you've got enough time dickhead like Lewis rolled up at quarter to two I allowed myself 45 minutes to inspect and purchased this car. And unfortunately, NatWest decided that they weren't gonna let me transfer this guy the money. Um, so I, I tried to transfer it to him, they weren't having it, and it just it just got along. And in the process of waiting, like they put me online to fraud and everything, right? They were stopped the transaction. And in the process of waiting, this guy is an Indian guy, mm. really polite, really like, even though he's, I'm, I'm doing his head in at this point, because yeah. I was like, look, I want to give you the money, but my bank's being long, Ugh. I'm sta- we're standing outside, it's freezing cold, he's he's plugging the, his phone into my wife's car, because his battery's almost dead, yeah. um, and he's, his wife keeps calling him, saying, where the hell are you, you're supposed to be here, this is now like three o'clock, he's supposed to have left half an hour ago. And uh, and then next thing you know, there's two guys. What happened is pedestrians going across the road. A guy's pulling out. The pedestrian nearly gets hit. And the pedestrian punched the guy's window. Oh, the guy jumped out of his car, started beef. Right, Lewis, not giving a shit, runs over and is like, "No, no, no! It's fucking chill out." I get in between them, push them apart, yeah. stop it. Right. But this Indian guy, he's watching, and what it looks like is Lewis is starting a fight with two random strangers because oh. he weren't fully paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, when I walk back, he's like, why would you do that? I was like, do what? He goes, you just started fighting with these guys. I was like, no, 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 I was breaking up, I'm breaking up. Anyway, anyway, so this like hour and a half goes by. Speaking to fraud, I transfer money to, because I had to, my wife had to drive me up there so I could pick up the car. Yeah. In the end, I was like, look, I'll transfer money to you because you bank for Halifax. It's easier to do large transactions. They don't require as much security. That still got held up by fraud through Halifax. Oh, wow. Um, and then the guy was like, listen, I have to go. I'm, I'm going to leave the keys with the concierge to my building. He'll let you in the car park once the money's gone through and you can take the car. Like, oh, so you know, this, this one from private seller? Yeah. Okay. And then he goes, you know what? Just, you hold the keys. Just uh, like I'll, I'll call the concierge once, once I see the money's in the account. It's fine. And I said, like, listen, bro, that's, that's all good enough. Just wait five more minutes, man. Give me five minutes. I'd rather like you're here and you see me take and it's yeah, all good. Yeah. He's like, all right, fine. So he waits five minutes. Still, it's not going. He said, listen, Lewis, just take the car, transfer the money to me later on tonight when we get home. I was like, you are? He's like, yeah, it's okay. I trust you. Okay. I was like, bro. And where was this? This was in Ilford. Wow. And I told him, man rolled in from Slough, right? Okay. Everyone knows where Slough is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I did tell you I'm from Slough, innit? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I trust you. <laughs> I was like, okay. So... I went down into the car park. Mm. I picked up the car. I said, do you know what? I'm going to give him the money. I'm not going to be a dick. It's fine. So my, I get upstairs. My wife goes, it's all right. I transferred him all, all the money. She tells me the amount. I said, we, we, what, what? She's like, I transferred him the, the money. I, yeah. said, I said, no, no. I already paid him three Gs. Three Gs oh, went through. Right. 
She's like, what? I said, yeah, you've transferred him three grand too much fucking money, love. She's like, no, 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 I haven't, have I? I was like, so, I'm about to get out of the car, bro. I'm about to murder someone <laughs> right? over three Gs. I'll do it, yeah, right? Yeah. I was, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. My blood was boiling, yeah. right? I was sitting there going, don't hit them, don't hit them, don't hit them, <laughs> right? But it's three grand, but it's three grand. <laughs> exactly. I've got demons left shoulder, right shoulder. <laughs> And then my phone rings, and it's the guy. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, uh, Louis, you, you transferred me 3000 too much. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm looking at my wife now. I'm about to become a widower. He's like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Send me your account details. I'll ping you the three grand back. I was like, all right, cool. I send it. And then as I'm saying it, he goes, it might not be straight away because my battery's dying. And as he says it, his phone cuts out. Oh, I was shit. like, oh, man, we'll, we'll see in it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, he, he transferred the money back. Oh, that's good. You got good. like yeah. you don't meet people like that these nah, days, you know. Nah. I was so I was so shocked, but yeah, I got the car. Basically, the next nearest car that age that spec that mileage yeah. I can find is two and a half grand more expensive than what I paid okay. for it. And all I've had to I've had to put two new tires on. Well, you nearly paid five hundred pound more for it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, and. Uh, and I, yeah, I've had to put two new tyres on it, and I think I might have to get the front shocks replaced. Yeah. Maybe, I'm not sure. It might just be our Beamers, low coupes and whatnot. They, yeah. they ride a bit hard anyway, but it's I'm, I'm not sure. We'll see. So all in all, is is a good, decent purchase. I've got a big shout-out to Davinder, who is the guy who I bought it for. Davinder. Okay. Um. So yeah, he's a cool guy, man. Cool guy. Yeah. You don't need people like this. Oh, and then uh, I was just about to drive through London, which has like silly amounts of AMPR cameras. Yeah. When I realised that when I was running through quotes for my car insurance, I was playing around with changing the date to see if it made an impact as the cost, because mm-hmm. sometimes it does. Um, and then when I clicked to take out the policy, I didn't change the date back. So I had to pull over into Sainsbury's real quick and get them to change it to the correct date oh, so I could wow. then drive yeah. to work. Yeah. And I got to work like 45 minutes late, first time in seven years oh. I've been late for work, bro. Broke my heart. Um, anyway, yeah, that was all my drama. And I'm gonna say off the back of that, I'm getting a new car. Yes, bro. Yes. <laughs> when bro. I get when I get this car fixed, I'm gonna give it to the missus. Yes, bro. And I'm gonna get a new car. Will you get it? I don't know. I don't know. Get I a Maserati, bro. I want something nice. I get, want something nice. Get a Maserati Grand Turismo. I, I was gonna wait till next year, but <sighs> you know what the joke is? Do you remember like literally a few months ago? This ain't to 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 set to like big ourselves up, but we'll big ourselves up. We were literally pulled up and like you had Nick with his M1, mm. you had your Q7, I had my TT, um, Sonny had his Panamera yeah. and it just looked sick. Yeah. <laughs> a few years, like a year later, I've got a banged up Citroen C3. <laughs> I was dropped not too bad because you had your Ford Focus. I was driving a Focus. Now, <laughs> now, mate, I need to up my game. <laughs> That's it. We've always, there's always been levels. Like back in the day, Denny had a... Uh... This Fiat Coupe. Yeah, the Fiat Coupe. I, right. like, I still like that. And you know what? That car, they're kind of sick, bro. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of sick. It was juicy, but it was, design and yeah, stuff. it was a good car. Yeah, good and car. then uh, you had that Chrysler. Chrysler Crossfire. But you know yeah. the car that let you down, bro? That Fiat Punto that you kitted up? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the Punto. It was a Stylo or something. Oh, the Fiat Stilo. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yellow one. Yeah. And you had the Punto as well. Actually, they put the fucking roof scoop, the the bonnet scoop on. Bonnet, twin exhaust through the center. Done madness. That was like post Fast and Furious. I like had had the lights underneath, like alloys. I had these butters alloys, 
And I remember someone like that, they used to call them the Kirby or something, because they used to actually protrude out slightly further than oh, the tyre. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember taking that too. Once I'd done it up, I took it to a mechanic who had, used to, had always looked after it for me. Um, so he had seen it when it was just a standard Pinto. And the first thing he just goes, Denny, that thing looks like it's going to take off. <laughs> but it was, yeah. yeah, when I look at that, I've got a couple of pictures of it now. I think, what was I thinking? You know, what was it? How old were you when you were doing that? Oh, this is the thing, I weren't even that young because I didn't start driving until <laughs> I was 24. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was trying to make up for lost but time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was 23, maybe? Hold on, it was like 2009, I think, when we went did that road trip to Scotland in the Stilo. We that was in the Stilo, there. yeah. That was in the Stilo. So that's 2009, Bob. That's. What's that? In, 11 years. Uh, 11 years wow. ago. So the Stilo, I did do, it was more the internal stuff I'd done for that. When I bought it, it had the twin exhaust at the back mm. on it. And it was, uh, and because it was the uh, three-door version, they looked quite sleek anyway compared to the five-door yeah. version. If you can um, call a Fiat sleek. Yeah. Other than the coupe. <laughs> um, but yeah. Love yeah, I need to up my car game, man. So so have you, you had any... Don't just what you... Well, literally, this was like from 15 seconds ago when we walked in and saw your car. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> but, 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 um, I will, I, I feel like, um, I've been looking, I've looked at, if, if it's four-door, yeah, um, it's likely to be a German, and if I get a convertible, it's likely to be a German, um, okay. Mercedes, Audi, or BMW. Oh, yeah. Um, if I do decide to get something a bit above that and go for a hard top it'll probably be uh, a Maserati a Aston Martin and do you know what I've really I can't even say it you got to say it now no and I want to get a Porsche okay but I was looking at so about this was about a week ago I was actually looking at lease costs for the Taken Okay. Um, but it's not it's not it's not viable at the moment. It's silly money. It's <laughs> yeah. silly money. It's... Some Porsches, depending on your mileage, mm. you you could. Like, I I knew a guy who he got um. Not the Panamera, the the four by four, the KN. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. He he leased the KN, and because his mileage was so low, when he returned the car back, they gave him like three grand. Oh wow! Okay. Because they were like, based on the, the market yeah, value yeah. of the car, like we promised to give you the market value of the car, yeah. right? And the market value of the car is three grand more than what you've paid in payments so far. Okay. So That's he ended up, like, it ended up, it only cost him, I think, over like two years. It cost yeah. him like three and a half grand because obviously part of his deposit or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at options and um, uh, probably give David a chat. Um, yeah. Just with regards to the best way to purchase a car and sort of option so I don't know I mean I might end up I don't know what I mean I don't know at the moment all I know is nah you can't be driving around with a convertible M4 and <laughs> I'm not out French whip no I do not happy no, the, <laughs> thing is, the thing is though like I've generally I've, I've been kind of blessed like most of the obviously I investigate I look around I yeah, search yeah. the market whatever even with this guy like I shouldn't have even I shouldn't have even tried to knock money off the asking price he was asking for like that was the cheap like with a car like that mileage yeah. that spec that was the cheapest one in the country oh shit right yeah it's just I was there in the right moment the right time and I was like do you know what it does need two new tyres you're going to knock £500 off the asking price so I actually said a bit more mm. he, he worked me back up to 500 but 500 was my target yeah 
So I went in, I was like, I'm going to knock 700 off. He's like, nah, 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 I can't do that, I can't do that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you play the game, innit? Yeah. He he was a shrewd negotiator. He got me all the way up to exactly what I wanted to pay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it was, it was, it was right, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. It's cool. Um, the only thing is, like, I noticed people look at you differently depending yeah. on what car you drive, right? Definitely. And they also look at you differently depending on how old you are, what car you're driving. Yeah, yeah. Because I see people looking at me like I'm selling drugs, bro. <laughs> people looking at me like, what the fuck you did? Yeah, Wearing yeah. a hoodie? Yeah. Yeah. Driving a convertible, like, nah, nah, you must be shot in. Yeah. I'm just waiting for someone to, yeah. to roll up and go, just give me a little nine bag of time. Mate, I'm telling you, right? I've had this car for about what is it about seven months now obviously I had a TT it's brand new so when I was driving that and saying like had my hood up like just you yeah. know you got your hoodie on whatever playing music you just felt different you just like and the same again it's just people's responses and stuff and now I forget you know when you're inside the car like you sometimes forget what it looks like on the outside and sometimes I still got my hoodie out window down yeah. blasted tunes <laughs> Drive past something with a like, wow, citrusy fruit. Just do that window back up. <laughs> turn my Drive a down. bit more sensible. Turn Ed Sheeran down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's jokes. It's That's jokes. Nice. Anyway, anyway, moving, moving on though. Yeah. So, um, the, the 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 big sports event this weekend. Yes. Was yes. uh my man Tyson Fury against. Deontay Wilder. Wilder, yes. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, Wilder got exposed, this and that and the other, and I think that's not really the case. Like, you can't say he got exposed. Exposed for what? Do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. nah, nah, he's a one-trick pony, this, that and the other. It's like, all right, but hold on. It, 12 rounds and, and Fury didn't didn't finish in their first fight. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Um, and also, Wilder's record is, he was 40... Two and one going into that fight. Sorry, yeah. forty-two, zero oh, and one, with yeah. just one draw in it. Draw, yeah. Um, and with forty-one knockouts. Yeah, I think it's forty knockouts. So yeah, it was four, forty knockouts. Forty knockouts. It? It was one, he had, he had who, one. And, he, and he battered that guy yeah. in the next fight. Yeah, he and then obviously the draw. That was it. Yeah, crazy record. Yeah, that is one of the most insane records ever yeah. in the heavyweight division. Yeah, right. Let's be real, like. Yeah. You can go, yeah, yeah, but those guys with tin cans, they were bums, whatever. It's like, coming up, everyone does that same thing in yeah, boxing. exactly, yeah. Floyd Mayweather, his first 20 fights was not fighting anyone reputable that you could now sit there and go, oh, well, that guy went on to be a world champion or whatever. Yeah. You know, obviously, as his career went on, he took more risky fights, which is the ones that are bigger paydays. Whatever. And this is the thing, when people say that, oh, uh, bum fight, particularly on the way up, and, you know, oh, it's this amount of fights, um, they were against rubbish people. You'll be matched up against... Obviously, there weren't people you can win, but the special, like, you'll be matched up against people with similar experience. If you're special, you're going to, let's say, like, you've been doing it for five years, they've been doing it for five years, but if you're special, you're going to knock those people out quite easily. But they're not deliberately looking for someone who you could potentially put in hospital. Yeah. You know, you've got to have enough experience to, um, you know, to, 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 to put up a, put, put on a show. Um, but yeah, I think people forget that, like, a lot of the fighters that that have a high profile and that we see on TV are special fighters. They're above average. Yeah. So when they're put against these other fighters, um, they it does look like they're taking bum fights. Mm. But particularly at the level Wilder's at, and he's been at for five years, he's been champion. Everyone he's fought has had to, has probably been a number a top five contender, yeah, yeah. top ten. You know, he's not. 
it's just unfortunate the, the heavyweight division is really like three, four, five guys tops. Everyone yeah. else is just this is miles it. behind. This is but it. But that's not that's not Wilder's fault. No, it's, not. it's not Fury's fault. It's not Joshua's fault. Mm. You know, uh, Parker Ruiz, and then you've got the couple of other like the, the other guys. Like he's got Dillian White. Yeah, Dillian White. Mm. Those guys are like a little. They're not quite there. The the obviously the what's his name? Oh god, name escapes me right now. Coming up from from cruiserweight. Oh, Usic. Usic. Yeah, I'm Us- expecting good things of that. Yeah, here from Burma. No, I'll find that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I look at it now, I think obviously the next big fight to make is is obviously Joshua Fury. Yeah. But so yeah, go on. Here's the problem with that. Yeah, that's a massive, massive seller. Going to make tons and tons and tons and tons of British sales. British people be paying twenty, thirty pounds tops for a pay per view. In America, they'd be paying a hundred dollars, yeah. yeah, which is still fifty, sixty quid, seventy yeah. quid probably with current exchange rate. So it's not as big of a, as a money maker for Joshua as it would have been if he fought Wilder. Yeah, right. Obviously, this one for Fury, yeah. he must have made some serious dollar off yeah. that because the last fight was epic. It was controversial, mm. and the thing is, and something I've noticed recently as well with like UFC, something that does really well. That actually helps out your the the fight like promoting the fight even post fight is shit decisions from refs. So like this weekend there was yeah, a I fight between uh, Paul Felder and Dan Hooker. Yeah. Um, Dan Hooker's an Australian. The fight took place in Australia. Felder's actually a commentator for the UFC, um, and they fought like a. It's really to see like out of those two, whoever won was going to get one of the top three guys next. And it was it was a close fight. Most people went in the way of Paul Felder, right? But obviously, Paul Felder's American. He yeah. was fighting an Australian in Australia. Right. He lost the decision. Yeah. Now it was a close fight. You could have scored it either way. So, in my opinion, it wasn't really a robbery. But because the majority of people, and I do, I will say, yeah, rightfully so, I think mm. Felder probably just edged it. Yeah. Um, but because everyone thinks Felder edged it and it should have gone the other way. Everyone online is going, nah, that's fucking it shit. Is, the, the, yeah. This fight, this this fight was wrong. This fight, I'm, now everyone's talking about this fight. Yeah. And for anyone that's at all interested in UFC, they're like, shit, let me go back and watch that fight. So it's actually helping to promote the the, the event, even post event. Yeah. And the same thing with sense. the same thing with uh, Fury Wilder. The first fight, everyone thinks, despite getting knocked down twice, Fury walked it. Yeah. Because that's that's four effectively. That's two ten eight rounds for for Wilder. But the other ten rounds, they all went Fury's way. So there's yeah. no way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think um. Uh, I think that that controversy really helped promote the fight. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I I don't know what it's going to be like, man. I don't I don't see. Obviously, you could imagine the bit British public getting hyped. I know Fury's become a bit more of a bigger name in America now, especially yeah. doing the WWE thing. Yeah. Um. But I don't know whether or not it's going to be a huge, huge money maker. I can't. There. I can't see it being. As big, I think there'll be interest. I think it's. I think for Americans, it's more. It will be a bit more niche. It'll be like if you're a boxing fan, but I don't think it'll put in the casuals like this one probably did. Yeah. Um. So what do you think about the fight itself? Like, um. Mm. Again, with people saying it's sort of one trip pony, I thought there was a couple of there was a couple of times when. Wilder tried something, got a couple of things, but overall, it was a bit one-sided. Um, and I think probably from the second or third round, it kind of was almost 
easy for Tyson and Fury to an extent. Um, that's how it appeared anyway. I'm, I shouldn't say easy because it's probably never easy. It's always a risk at, you know, someone's going to throw a punch or he, has, he always has to keep his wits about him. But I just thought, I think, I think the excitement, I'll tell you what I think it is. I think a lot of the time, because the fight with Louise wasn't too dissimilar. Part of the excitement watching Wilder, and this is the thing, even let's, you know what, let's say he's a one-trick pony. That's flipping worked for him. You're waiting for that one trick, isn't Exactly. It? That's the excitement. The whole time, even when he was getting beaten up, I'm still thinking, oh, it could be one punch. Yeah. That could be it. That could be it. Um, it's almost like Beckham. Yeah. You know? Just, there's, oh, yeah. it's a free kick. Yeah. It's a free kick. You know, so, so. He can see the goal from there. He can see it. Exactly. Can see it exactly. And every time Beckham took a free kick, everyone's on the edge of their seat going, come on, you little blonde yeah. fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean that so that that for me kept the excitement right up to the to the last yeah to, to when they threw the towel in. Um yeah, what were your thoughts? To be honest, bruv, I spotted something in the first round okay. and I said it's game over for Wilder. Okay. And it was maybe maybe it was just fluke that it went that way and maybe I I thought I saw something but here's my thing. There was a jab that Fury land towards it was about two thirds away into the into the first round. Mm. And it didn't look nothing too special about it. Like it didn't, as anyone watching, if I said it rocked Wilder, they'd be like, no, it fucking didn't. Wilder, Wilder didn't get knocked at, rocked at all in the first round. Could be right. It didn't rock him. But I like I'm watching boxing. Like I've, I've watched boxing since I was a kid, yeah. and I just felt like uh, his footwork for the next like five six seconds after that punch land. Yeah. Just wasn't quite right. Right. Okay. And there was like there was like a little opportunity that he had. Mm in those five, six seconds to throw a punch that he did not throw. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe it didn't stun him, stun him, but it's done something like, it's fucked him up a yeah, little bit, yeah. like fucked with equilibrium. He's like, he's not going and he should be. Already at that point, Fury had been putting pressure on him, yeah. which no one really does to Wilder because everyone's like, fuck, stay away from that big shot. Yeah, yeah. And it's everyone's natural reaction to go back which is you're walking onto that big shot. Yeah. Whereas Fury wasn't giving him the space and every time Wilder opened up, Fury was in his face. So he didn't really give him the space for it. Um, so so that was, as I was watching it, it was weird because obviously like everyone likes being right, innit? So when Wilder got dropped the first time, I was like, yeah, fucking see, I knew it, I knew it. I wish there was someone here with me. I'd tell him straight, yeah. right? And then obviously the fight finished how it did and I was like, all right, it's fair, like... You just got to rate Fury, man. Like staying yeah. away from that danger punch. Okay, yeah, for, yeah. it's it's like no one else has, in in like no one else has ever been able to do it. Yeah, you have to rate him, including his last fight. He wasn't able to do it. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, you have to rate him. Yeah, you have to rate him. You know, and and that's that's the thing. Wilder always says is like, if you're fighting me, you got to be perfect for for all twelve rounds. Yeah, right. I only have to be perfect for one second. Yeah. And this thing, Fury stopped him from being perfect for one second, and it only took him seven rounds to, to end it. Yeah. What did, you, what did you think about the throwing the towel in? So, so here's the thing, right? Yeah. There's been so much shit mm. that apparently his head trainer and one of the other trainers have had a falling out. Yeah. Because there was some communica- miscommunication yeah. about throwing the towel in, and they didn't, after the towel was thrown in, they're like, why'd you throw the towel in? Straight away, like, what are you doing? Apparently. Yeah. Although, it's, it's weird that the timing of it was at a point where Wilder was at his back up against the rope. So Wilder had literally thrown a punch. 
if you see, I think he like he does get a couple of. He's punching he's, back, but he's, he's having a couple of punches. He's taken a few punches, and he's. I don't know the tower. In fact, I think the tower had just been thrown in, but the fight hadn't actually stopped. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had thrown he had thrown a punch Punch in response. Yeah. Not to say it would have been massive, and you know, but he he was still fighting. He wasn't just getting bombed on completely. Yeah. Yeah, and he walked straight over to his his corner. Was like, why did you do that? And that's what I thought. I felt like it probably would have made sense if it was to do with the bleeding ear or or that kind of thing. It would have probably made sense to not let him come out Mm. than. When it happened, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. they're you know they're, they're... His, his corner should have said to him like, "Listen, you haven't. Let's be real. You have not won a round. We're six rounds in. You ain't won a one around. If your ears fucked up, your legs fucked up, whatever it is, yeah, you need to show us something different this round. Yeah. And if you don't, we're throwing the towel in. And if that was the case, yeah. the towel got thrown in. He yeah. wasn't really showing anything different. The yeah. fight was still going the same way. Fine, but." I don't think that was the case. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear or see, hear or see anything in the corners after saying, you know, warning him of it getting stopped. Um, so yeah, to be fair, for for the for the sake of like his career longevity, mm. the stoppage was really the best thing. He, yeah. I, at that point, he'd been knocked. Let's be real, right? You get knocked down by a punch. Most likely, you're concussed. Mm. Most likely. Now it happens to be that we just become accustomed to accustomed accustomed to this in boxing. Yeah. And we're like, look, he got knocked down, give him 10 seconds, he'll ready. You're not ready to fight 10 seconds after being hit in the head so hard it takes you off your feet. Yeah. Most people have never been hit in the head so hard it takes them off their feet. Like even um, the other week, my wife was like trying to get something from behind this cupboard and a plank of wood fell and hit her on the head, right? And uh, she was she was already on, her, on one knee when it happened, right? Yeah. So I come upstairs like a minute later, she's still down on one knee. Right, it's a plank of wood. It hit like it's like stubbing your toe, yeah, like that yeah, kind of pain. Yeah. It was on her head, so. right? And she's still down after. after fair enough, she's not a fight or whatever. But that's a normal person's mm. reaction to not a very serious blow to the head. Yeah, yeah. These guys, he got punched in the fucking face so hard it took him off his feet. Come on, ten seconds is not enough time to recover. Yeah, that's true. My man needs three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why UFC is safer. I feel. Okay. Because if you get hit so hard, it takes you off your feet. Yeah. At the time, yeah, you might get hit once or twice more after, right? And the referee jumps in and stops it. But most likely, if you get knocked down, five punches max, that's that's what you're taking next, yeah, yeah? yeah? Before the referee jumps. In boxing, referee steps in, 10-second count, rubs his gloves and rubs your gloves on his chest and goes, right, go to war again. And that, yeah, you can yeah. get knocked down in the first yeah. or third round. you still got to go another 200 punches to the head. Yeah, it's true. Man, it's but true. to more on point... The excuses that came after fucked me off, bruv. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, all credit to Tyson, you know, he did what he did. Uh, I, I'm not going to make any excuses, you know, I've been dealing with some things. Yeah. Um, but no excuses at all, you know, uh, I'm, I had some issues with my leg. Um, but he, he did what he did, you know, he, he played the right game and, you know, I've had a lot of stuff going on. And I'm like, motherfucker, you just said you're not making any excuses. And he had three different excuses out of you in the next three sentences. Shut up. Have you heard the latest one about his outfit? His outfit heavy? was too heavy, bro. This is legit. Right. It was it was twenty pounds, which is a heavy outfit. It is a heavy outfit, right? but but you're keep fucking, that to yourself. You're a heavyweight boxer, yeah, bro. Keep that to yourself. You can't carry a twenty pound outfit yeah. one hundred and fifty meters to the. Ri- Shut up. 
Yeah. And he, he even said, oh, you know, when I watched Fury's walk out, he got carried out. That was probably much better for him. The fuck off, bruv. Yeah. You know, man's do front flips over the ring, yeah? Like, yeah. To, to enter the ring, yeah, you know? Yeah. Nassim Hamid, you bang, yeah. they're all doing that shit, yeah? Shut up, you got, you can't wear a bloody <laughs> outfit. Yeah. I can't deal I with I thought that. that was a bit rubbish. Oh, um, I'll tell you something I did find interesting. I was thinking, what is... What's 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 um Wilder's training camp like? Is it just like right, mate? There's there's the brick wall of a house. Ten seconds wait. Now punch it as hard as you can. Like I I don't feel like his his boxing skills have been criticised for so... a long time. Yet all I see is there just this reliance. <clears throat> excuse me on this one punch. Now we know it's part of your repertoire. But wouldn't, wouldn't it have been more of a surprise if you actually came out and your boxing skills were on the next level as well? Your strategy was different. If you actually like, had a repertoire. Yeah, you? well, this is the thing. That could have been built up particularly in between, like, it's been a year. from Since the last fight. That's what I'm saying. You got outboxed. You saw my man took your hardest punch, that overhand right. This is it. He went down and he got resurrected by yeah. the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Pulled the spirits from his body. Yeah. Right? Elevated him. And then... Even went on to win the rest of the round. This is but, it. But most people yeah. think. So you've got to say, right, sparking him is not going to happen. And here's the thing about Americans, yeah? They don't know about pikeys, bruv. You can't spark a pikey. It's true. I know so much this. of the flipping made him what snatched beforehand. Exactly. Either gone, shit, if Brad Pitt ain't getting sparked, we fucked if this huge six foot nine giant ain't getting sparked. Hell no. And that's what. Bruv. This is common knowledge in the UK. Yeah, you can't yeah, spark yeah, a dippo. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Has he not been to England? This I swear, if I if I see Deontay Wilder, the first thing I come up to him and say, pre this fight is, bruv, you know you can't knock out a pikey. <laughs> Did no one tell you that in your camp? Does no one in the boxing world know about pikeys? The pikey chin. It's untouchable. You can't destroy this. <laughs> I don't get it, bruv. It's I don't fine. get it. But yeah, it's it's unfo- apparently he's gonna um He's gonna he's gonna take up the uh, the oh, rematch fine. clause. Yeah, what do you think? If he's doing if he if he wants to take up the rematch and do it like immediately, it's because he just wants to get some more money yeah. before ending his career. Because realistically, un- unless there was some legitimate reason why he was off that night, like truly, let's go back, Joshua Ruiz, mm. right? There was something off with Joshua. Yeah. Everyone was saying, even before the fight, something's not right. He's not come out. He had yeah. an argument train, whatever. As soon as the fight was stopped, his dad ran over and had to go at Eddie Hearn for letting the fight go, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. There was something not right with, with AJ that night. And then, despite whatever happened, AJ's tactics for the rematch were completely different. Yeah. Wasn't trying the heavy shots, kept him away with the jab, technically outboxed him. And Ruiz is a good technical boxer as yeah, well. Yeah. Just didn't let him play it. Now, fair enough, Ruiz fucked up and did not train for the rematch. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Again, like, I think he just got money and went, fuck it, I'm going to get some more money now. Mm. You know, after that fight, he was asking for the trilogy. No one wants to see it because he he didn't bring nothing to the table. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, even in the first match, AJ brought something to the table. He knocked him down. Yeah. You know, Ruiz brought something to the table. He knocked him out. Yeah. So there you go. We've, we've, got, we've got stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. AJ came back, technically outboxed him, but didn't do anything to impress us to make us go, ah, oh, we, really we, want, to we see want to see that, that again. Yeah, you're right. And Ruiz did nothing to make me say, oh, I want to get, see him get another chance. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about Wilder, what's he going to do? Let's say they have a rematch in six months. 
six months is not enough time if skill is the reason why Fury beat you. Yeah, yeah. And people can say, well, they had a close fight last time. Okay, but last time, Fury hadn't fought anyone except for two tin cans in like three or five years. Yeah. He, he was coming out of retirement off of a big old coke binge and serious depression and suicidal tendencies and, and nearly fucking upset the world with a technical thrashing over the heavyweight champ. So what, yeah. what do you do? Like, I, I don't see that selling. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how I can see Wilder returning to the top. Fucking haymaker. <laughs> that one <laughs> no. big punch again. No, I think, I think not necessarily against Fury, but I think AJ. if he let Fury take fight AJ, Fury beats AJ. Now, this can happen in the space of a year. Yeah. Fury beats AJ. Yeah. Fury retires. Yeah. Wilder's on top of the world again. They're, it would make the t- it would make the the, the, the mountain smaller, but you you have AJ, you have Wilder, yeah, um, and then you've got a few others. But Wilder can very easily retake a championship um, and be dominant again for another however many years until he finally decides to, to hang up his gloves. And here's the thing as well, right? Most people go, well, why the fuck would would, would Fury retire after he beats AJ? Well, that's what he did after he beat Klitschko. Yeah, and he's got nothing. There would be nothing left, like. And yeah. I think as well, for him, I don't think he would want to just fight bums. No. I don't think he would be happy with that. I think you'd only see him maybe fight Usic. Uh, if yeah. You, if Usic does get to fight against someone. Because yeah. Usic was supposed to fight Tyron Spawn, wasn't he? He's had one fight, I think, at, at heavyweight. Was it against Tyron Spawn? I think he's had one fight. Um, the first fight, I can't remember why it didn't happen. And um, yeah, he's had one fight since then. I think... Um... Yeah, Derek Chisora, he wants to fight Usage, apparently. Who does? Chisora. Yeah, I don't know what that fuck is. Chisora likes the money. Yeah. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll wait him for that. I'll wait yeah, for that. professional boxing record. Chaz Witherspoon. That was a late okay. replacement. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was supposed to, I'm sure he was supposed to fight Tyron Spawn. Okay. Who's a kickboxer who's just moved on. Like, he, he's a big power puncher as well, but uh, Spawn uh, failed his. Uh, Drug test in the fight. Um, so yeah, um, if Usyk would have to do something to get people's attention, yeah, because as credible a threat he's, as he is, mm. outside pure boxing fans, no one gives a shit. Yeah, I think I think um, I think right now I wouldn't expect him. I think he's I think he's probably the bo- best boxer in the heavyweight division, but I wouldn't expect him. What is he six four? Yeah. I wouldn't expect him to. I would expect uh, uh, someone like Tyson to be too big for him at the moment. Six three. Six three. Yeah, I'd expect Tyson um, Fury to be too big for him. The thing is, Tyson's so unorthodox as well. And people forget Fury's only thirty one. Yeah, I think that's the same age as Usyk. He looks old as fuck. Does he does? How old is Usyk? I think Usyk is thirty one. He is thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah, there you go. There you go. how AJ's about the same age, wasn't it? I think all, he's about they're thirty-one they're, as well. Yeah, yeah. they're all there, thereabouts. Yeah. And Wilder's like thirty-four. But then you look at uh, AJ's professional boxing record. You know how many fights has um, uh, Wilder got? Wilder's got bloody uh, forty-two fights, yeah. And then you've uh, got yeah. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's he's got thirty-something fights, uh, and then and I think Josh uh, has got like 22, 23. Yeah. yeah. So he's. You know, he's got a, a much... In fact, he's got 31 fights, yeah. 31 fights is Fury. 
and then AJ has got do, 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 do. obviously I'm not pulling these figures out of my ass. Wikipedia is helping me out. His record, he's got 24. 24 so, so he's got the he's got the shortest record mm. out of those heavyweights. Yeah. He's he's got the least experience in terms of pro, pro boxing. Um, but yeah, I, I think obviously they're gonna go. Um, oh my god! What's that? I just seen a meme as I was looking. Of um, uh, Wilder walking out in his costume, saying, and it's got a uh, picture of Eminem next to him. He goes, "Palms are sweaty, knees weak, arm is heavy." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's me. Um, and and also just to point out, um, he in December two thousand eighteen, uh, Wilder confirmed that he specifically trains wearing a forty five pound vest to carry the extra weight to activate his twitch muscles. Um, okay. So yeah, so it's weird that he would then complain about wearing a 40 pound vest yeah, into the yeah. ring when he trained in a 45 pound vest. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, I thought it was a funny excuse. It was kind of one, even if it was true, I'd have kept quiet. He needs to come out next week and go, I was just fucking with you guys. Yeah, of yeah. course I got beat, man. It is what it is. Yeah, Chill out. Everyone's exactly. looking for some fucking magic excuse. There yeah. isn't one. He just outboxed me on the night. Chill. Because yeah, yeah. that's what AJ did. Yeah, this is the thing with situations like that as well. It's like, okay, you've lost, so you've told us everything that's going on in your life. If you're weak, had shit going on in his as well. You just don't even talk about it because he won. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? We 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 don't know. Quick to make fucking excuses. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Cool. Anyway, boxing aside, right? It's 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 turned into a mad year, bro. It's a mad year already. Only a fair. Yeah, we're only in Feb. You know, Australia's burnt down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We we lost Kobe. Yeah. You know, we've had uh, we've had fucking uh, the the biggest like big heavyweight upset. You know, now coronavirus, bro. Oof. This motherfucker about to take out everyone. This reminds me of that movie Outbreak with the monkey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be just just a spoiler alert when you get to the end. That's my throwback movie, right? <laughs> You got the Mataba virus. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my man Dustin Hoffman to come in and save the day. So, so here's a here's a little thing, yeah? yeah. Obviously, everyone already knows coronavirus originated in Wuhan in China. Yeah. Some of you guys out there may be into the whole conspiracy, conspiracy theories. You may or may not know that China's main biological weapons testing facility also happens to be in Wuhan, China. It's not, it's not it's, it's like necessarily it, a weapons facility. It's a biochemical... But it is a bio... They're bio... Um, biology. Site. Yes. The, the kind of place that they would... It's a military bio, bio centre, <laughs> bro. Like, okay, they... They're it's, part, it's, it's, part, it's part of the university, but it's got the government's... Yes, um, and it has military guards all over that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, biological... So, so And here's the thing, yeah, like, even... Um, some of you guys heard of uh, Lyme's disease? Yeah. You know, someone that we know actually had Lyme's disease. Justin Bieber? No, no, someone that we personally know. Okay. I'll say it off air later. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, I didn't even know you can get it in the UK. I'm but... just trying to throw it out there when they're Justin Bieber. All right, cool. I don't really. Good, because he's a dickhead. <laughs> anyway, um, and there's, there's even rumours about that, because that originated, I think, in like Connecticut or something like that, 
where America also have their biological weapons testing facility or something like it happened to be that it originated in the same place. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's that conspiracy that obviously mm. it's, uh, that it was, you know, deliberately let out. Yeah. Which seems but a bit see, I've also heard, I've also heard things that it's not deliberately let out. I've heard, I've heard, and this is, this is the problem with conspiracies. Like no one's really done any real research, research or any, and looked into anything really. The other one I heard is, that the animals they test on, like some of the scientists there, sell them, <coughs> sell them to the marketplaces to um, oh shit. make some extra to, to make some extra to make some extra money, right? Um, and those marketplaces basically just sell them and sell them to the next people. The next people start eating them, and then yeah, that you know, I it's, mean, it's it's a madness. I'm not really. And there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of. Uh kind of racial profiling now people are like oh you Chinese stay the fuck away from me like, yeah that's now, bro. you know what the thing is this is I'll tell you what's so funny about this I was having this discussion with someone you know there's recently been all this this uh, this um, generally I think in this country when we think about racism we think on black and white yeah mm-hmm. but recently there's been a few other controversies I think we spoke for example before about Stormzy and his comments and people jumping on him yeah there's been all this kind of stuff now, for me, this was the icing on the cake. This, so this was the smoking gun. Yeah. As soon as something happened, how quick this country, and again, we're not talking about everyone in this country, but enough of things to be reported and there to be, you know, significant numbers, straight away, just turn on people. Um, look people not even look Chinese, look Asian, Oriental. Yeah, people who look from that, that region of the world and... You know, just 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 how people are reacting to them. It's it's madness. Like this country, like the, we 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 bro. It's the we have America a, as well, though. But we we definitely have, to, like, an un, We're definitely xenophobic, and we have an underlying. We're so quick to them and us. We're so quick to separate. Whether you want to call it racist, prejudice, yeah. xenophobic. Um. By going dictionary definitions, I won't choose any. But we're so quick as a nation to point at them and us rather than you know. And you know, if you're listening, go no, 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 we're not. Understand this: you might not be right as an individual. Like when Denny just said that, in my mind, I'm going, well, I'm not xenophobic. However, there's a culture in this country yeah, of that's, xenophobia, that's what it is, and yeah. even if you look at yourself and say that's not you, you have to accept that that is the culture of yeah. our country. Yeah. That it just is. Yeah. Um, it's it's unfortunate, man. And it, and it, you know, it's it, we're we're gonna go off a little bit of a tangent and talk about the whole racism thing because there's been a lot of stuff recently that's been getting me. Like I tagged yes. you in that thing the other day, that football player. Yeah. Where yeah. he was walking off, and his yeah. his white teammates yeah. were trying to force him to stay on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you guys are dickheads. Yeah. You should have walked off with him. Yeah. That would have been a, a bigger statement if everyone walked off with it. I'm sick of. I hate hearing that. Oh, um, just continue and 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 uh, you know and get the, back. Rise, rise above by, it. Rise above it. Be like, the bigger man. It, Fuck off. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's disgusting when people are saying that. It's like you're not dealing with this stuff. Like you. Yeah, I don't know. It. I find it frustrating, but at the same time, I've heard it so many times. It's it's almost like you know, same old, same old. Um, there was uh, some people were saying, "Oh, by by winning, by by doing that, you're letting the the other people win." It's like, no, you're not. You're not letting them win because they 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 want to shout abuse at you and watch you play football. Yeah, 
so they can continue to, they're not they're not letting you in they should and I think they need to they, it's like if if they've got that three strike rule three strikes rule yeah it should simply be if that third strike comes about where basically the match gets postponed the, the offending team loses they lose the three points the other the, 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 the simple as that yeah you know um, I think the, they should just be the thing is right there should be zero tolerance for any like it should be you should just have people there going Right, he just shouted out a racist, racist try. Yeah. Get on the mic, get that motherfucker out. Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll stop, stop the game. Yeah. He's a dickhead, get him off. Yeah. And, it, and you watch how quickly other fans will turn on those arseholes. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Be like, mate, you're. And, and I, so I even use this tactic when I'm teaching, right? Sometimes I get these little rebellious kids. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be like, look, you're going to do this punishment. And that kid will go, no, I ain't doing it. You ain't going to make me. I'll go, all right, cool. I ain't gonna make you all right. I'm gonna make the whole class do yeah. the same punishment, and I let the whole class tell him. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say to him like, for example, I say to you, you're doing ten push-ups. You're like, no, I'm not. Okay. Everyone's gonna do ten push-ups, and if he doesn't do it with you, you're all doing twenty push-ups. Yeah. And they're like, just do your push-ups. Just do your push-ups. Why are you being yeah. an idiot, bro? Do your push-ups. Yeah. I used to do that to my nephews. <laughs> so I used to. This was a tactic I used with them. This was when I used to take them out. So you've got imagine like including my daughter. Oh, I think I remember you saying you'd like uh So the oldest one, I'd be like, right, you're in charge of him. Of him and i and it would domino down. And I would incentivize them, so it'd be like, if if they're good, you get this as well. So they'll make that next you know what I mean? And it's all and, and to an extent as well, and this is a bit might be a bit deep, but like if like two young brothers are arguing and that one shout that one, that's fine. Like I could just go to my sister and be like, Oh yeah, they they were bickering. But if I try like go past you know there's a mark where I can go to in yeah. terms of telling them off um, and I, I, ideally I don't even want to get anywhere near that mark um, so it kind of solves itself but yeah. you, but it's, it's the same thing you say right okay you're, you're going to be an idiot this one's here is getting in trouble in, in that case it wasn't they were getting in trouble it's like you, well you, uncle ain't giving me no change when you go home like I normally do yeah you know and if, so, it's, and if it's football fans it's like listen the match is stopped it will yeah. continue when this arsehole leaves yeah. the grounds. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. If you all want the match to start again, he needs to leave. Yeah. You wouldn't even need to get security up there. You just get all the other fans surrounding and go, dickhead, get out. Yeah. That's 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 what I mean. I mean they could definitely they they could definitely uh I mean there was this there was this incident, this was quite quite a few years ago, but this is the thing because they've let people get away for so long. Um where there was a, a player who had his boxers visible. Right. And because they were a brand um, it was advertising. So yeah. he got a larger fine than a country, a, a country's FA for not controlling their fans in a racist situation. That's an FA. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? You know? Um, and that was the case. That's what used to happen before. Um, so, but again, you know, with as, as, as you said, with regards to this, I think you just, I think you, how you just said it is, is, is spot on with regards. It's not necessarily about you as an individual it's a culture um that we have that is you know unfortunately yeah we're we're, we're quite xenophobic you got to think of it like also what what kind of encourages that because i look around i think our media encourages it yeah massively and i massively. also think the other thing that encourages it is us not being proactive enough to discourage it yeah as individuals yeah like you would just let us because someone yeah. asked me recently like 
I've said this before, yeah. I don't have too many white friends. Yeah. Right? A lot of my friends are black and Asian, right? Mm. Like, I don't really think about it until people ask me, like, do you have many white friends? I'm like, no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so someone was chatting to me, like, and they, they asked me, so if you're in an environment with one of your black friends and someone was being racist towards him, mm. would you, uh, would you, like, do something about it? And I was like, well, that completely depends on this the situation. And they're like, why? I said, well, because if it was one of my, my black friends and someone was being racist towards him and he had it in hand, yeah, I'm not going to piggyback on him and yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he'd deal with that. Yeah. Let him deal with it. He doesn't. Need, if he doesn't need me there, yeah. he doesn't need me there. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in a situation and one of my black friends is getting like racial abuse thrown at him and he doesn't have the confidence to do something about it, and man's being a dickhead, yeah. I'll happily stand up and be like, bro, you need to shut the fuck up before someone punch you in the mouth. Yeah. And that, that guy to punch you in the mouth is going to be airy and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, that's the thing, like, it's, it's mad. It's mad. I don't get it. And weirdly enough, actually, something happened uh, last Friday. I was let it slip. Um, I, was, I was walking in and out of my, the, the building that I teach my classes in. Uh, actually, I don't know if I mentioned this. I, I might have already mentioned it last mm. week. Um, mm. Cut me off if if I did, because obviously I've got fucking CTE. Um, I, was, I was getting ready for class, and this guy was in the car park shouting racial abuse at someone. It wasn't even racial no, abuse, he was just shouting abuse. Place, yeah. Right, he was just shouting abuse. So what happened? Initially, there was this woman, and she was like, she's, she's an African woman, and she was quite upset. Okay. Whatever it was she was upset about, I don't know. But she was on the phone, and she kept on walking around the car, opening doors, closing doors in the car, like, she didn't know what was going on. Mm. She wasn't angry upset. She was emotionally upset. Right. So I was like, do you know what? Whatever she's going through, I ain't going to try and get involved. She's not angry or angry at anyone. She's just dealing with something. Leave her be. I'm walking in and out of my class. And li- like two minutes before my class is supposed to start, I realise I've left my top in my car. So I run out to my car. And as I do, I see this guy. Didn't see him before. The guy's like, probably similar age to me in his 30s. Uh, he's about 6'2", tall, slim guy. Uh, I say slim. He's a little bit bigger built than I am, but still slim for his for his frame. Um, and uh, he's he's shouting at someone, calling them F-N-C-U-N-T or whatever. Mm. And in this moment, I see him shouting and swearing. I'm like, I can't have this. Like, I can see my students walking through the car park less than 10, 15 feet away from this guy. Little kids. And as it happens... Um, this, this woman walks out who's dropped her kids off. Now, funnily enough, the woman who's dropping her kids off, her sister is one of my students. And I was about to ask this woman, can you hold my, my top? I need to go deal with this. But I felt weird asking someone to hold my top. Yeah. So I just put it down on the wall just next to her. She was walking and she looked at me like, what are you doing? I was like, I just got to go deal with something. I run up to the guy as he's walking away from me, shouting and swearing, I'm like, fucking kick the shit out of you. And I was like, oh. so I run up, oi! what are you doing? And the guy's turned. And I, as, as he's turned, I'm like walking aggressively mm. towards him. I was like, what the fuck do you think you're playing at, man? You can't be doing that in here. Mm. And he's like, who the hell are you? I was like, I work here. Straight away, like he's yeah, yeah. died it down pretty quick. Mm. He died it. I was like, look, I'm not getting involved whatever is going on, but you can't be behaving like this. I've got people walking through the car park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calmed it down fast, right? And he told me, he said, look, this, this woman, her kids have been forcibly taken into foster care against her wishes. I was like, all right, whatever's going on, you've got issues, but you can't be shouting and swearing at people outside, man. I said, look, I'll open up one of the, the rooms. You guys can use the room. It's warm inside. 
make your phone calls, do whatever you need to do, and then ship when you want. Mm. Then found out the next day, what actually happened was, one of the parents, one of my students, was walking out the building, this tall woman, she's like six foot one, mm. and she's seen this other woman who's in the car, crying, upset, emotional, making a lot of noise. And you know, like women for that like sisterhood yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. she sees this woman and she's looking intently to make sure everything's alright yeah. and the guy sees that she's looking and assumes that maybe she's thinking oh what's this guy doing to this woman yeah. so he's got real defensive real quick he's going what the fuck are you looking at you nosy bitch and then she's like what and she pulled her jacket up and started walking away like quick because she was obviously a bit yeah, intimidating yeah. he then said don't think you can walk away from me acting like some N-I-Z-Z Right? I'm like, what the? So this is her telling me after, and he's like, come back here, you see, you ain't And that's when I've, like, yeah, she started yeah. running. She had already gone around yeah. the corner. I didn't even see her. I just saw him going towards her, like, almost yeah. about to give chase before I stopped him. Now I was thinking, man, I'm a dickhead because I was nice to that guy once yeah. he calmed down. Obviously, I didn't know the situation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just a, a bit of a mad one. And then later on that night, my student was like, oh, uh, you, you, you starting fights with people in the car park, coach? So what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, my sister told me she saw you starting on some tall bloke in the car park. Okay. I was like, nah, 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 it's not, that's yeah. not how it is. Yeah. So recently I've been like, apparently <laughs> starting fights with people. <laughs> that, it's as crazy said, never argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who. Oh, shit. Um, so I was just going to read out the de- definition of xenophobia just quickly. Go on. So xenophobia, dislike of or prejudice against people from other countries um, and xenophobia from the Greek xenos meaning stranger or foreigner and phobos meaning fear is a fear or hatred of what is perceived to be foreign or strange mm-hmm. here's a question for you then yeah off, off the book. do you know what uh, eugenics is yes right I got accused of being a uh, <laughs> A fan of eugenics the other day. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up Boris Johnson's aid. No, no, no. Do you know what? That's some... That was nuts. Okay. Again, the racism shit, oh, right? Yeah. Didn't didn't he say something like, yeah, yeah, black people generally have lower intelligence levels or something? Yeah. And some dumb was, ass shit. He was... Do you know what? I'll tell you what the thing was, right? I know you gen, you gen, like that's something that... It's an old thing, but people still... there's You, you get dickheads who believe that kind of stuff, right? I swear, for the first time, I felt like uh, I'm falling out of love with this country. I want to live somewhere else. Because it was like, for how much of a dickhead, for how much all past racist things you could accuse Boris Johnson of, I really did think, or hope, right, he said all the stuff he said, like, not, not, sorry, recently, while he's been in power, his speeches, he's talking about levelling up, he's talking about this, he's talking about all this good stuff. I hope is that he means it yeah and then when he didn't come out and condemn what that guy had said i really it just made me feel like like this is the guy who's in charge of the country this is the guy if he if he doesn't care enough for how that may may melt may make the people he's supposed to be head of feel then it's like it's just a sad situation and that that's genuinely how it made me feel obviously i was over that um but it's just put me off in me for more it's put me off it's just like you i just don't think 
there's very little situations I, I feel like I can defend you in. Like, and this goes back to the whole like, what do you do when you like you see someone being racist to someone else? Yeah. Around here? You're the prime minister. Someone that comes to your office has publicly like made it clear that that they have a racist point of view. Yeah. And you're not. It's 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 a real simple thing just to. I know, like it's worse, but it was it was racist. It was sex. There was racist stuff. There was sexist stuff. There was classist stuff. Yeah, like it was really off key stuff. And the thing is, I I get we do this thing sometimes, especially with the especially in Britain. I don't know why we do it with the, with the Muslim community. Whenever there's anything like terrorist related, mm. we suddenly demand that everyone comes out and condemns it. Yeah, right. And to some point, I'm kind of sick of that shit. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like you you shouldn't demand that all Muslims be openly condemn some arsehole like yeah i don't need you to condemn i know like yeah you yeah, come yeah, on now yeah let's be serious yeah. and to some extent you gotta be like well come on now boris johnson would have to be a complete twat to to support this guy however unfortunately boris johnson has got a bit of a track record That's for saying this stuff thing. it's a bit yeah. derogatory to people that don't really and fit he being being editor-in-chief of a previous magazine he allowed some articles to be posted that supported the same idea about eugenics and things like that. So it was like, it, I think that's the thing, because I was kind of thinking at first, I was, I'll tell you what it was, but it was because it took so long. It was almost like Boris didn't need to do something, but it's just like, right, guy's gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've heard he saved this. And then there was that, like, one of his representatives would, wouldn't answer. I and mean, it was like, okay. They just said he's made his views on stuff like this clear in the past. Yeah, and then it was like, okay, someone say something. Okay, your team who should be saying something or someone else isn't. So now you've got her. And then he didn't. And then it was still like, no one else did. And then it was like, it was almost like the next day, wasn't it? A couple of other Tory people did start um, uh, saying stuff, but within the cabinet, it it was the next day. And then... They left it to a black guy <laughs> to come out and say something. It's like, he's obviously pissed off anyway. Like, why do you even... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, just how that all happened, especially with everything with, with Pretty Patel and with with the Windrush stuff and everything else. And it's just like, it doesn't... just doesn't sit well, does it? It doesn't sit well. It was for the first time. And as we've said before, like, I'm okay. It was just for the first time I really thought this government, you know, there's a lot of times like I don't necessarily agree with the government's way of doing things. But one thing I often agree with is our end goal is the same. We just have completely different ways to achieve it. Mm-hmm. But now I, almost, I, I, I feel like our end goals, like we want the country to, to, to prosper. To prosper. I, gen- I almost feel like the current government, the, their idea of prosperity is so different yeah. to what mine is to the vast majority of people with regards to um immigration like with just how you treat people like pros- prosperity for me and for most other governments that i can remember hasn't purely been about the the how many zeros are at the end of the gdp Mm. or a very like very few ultimately like results have maybe come across like that but whenever people have spoke their actions there's always been something i could say to be like 
okay, this, but with this crop at the moment, I do genuinely feel like they, they really don't care. Like, how is how is Pretty Patel, and don't get me wrong, I know we spoke about it, and I think I messaged you, when she, she's turned around and saying, there's eight, eight point something million people who are unemployed, they're gonna be the ones to take up the low, low paid jobs mm-hmm. from, instead of Eastern Europeans or low skilled workers ain't coming in. Like, those same people just won you the election. Two weeks later, you're basically spitting in their face over yeah. it. Oh, at least wait a month. Come on. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> Let them forget. <laughs> exactly. Let Give them, forget. them time to forget. The thing is, though, a lot of those people... In fact, there was a, there was a thing, a video I saw about people in the, in the States. Yeah. Because they, they got this... Uh, they caught this woman. Like, they caught panhandling her. Yeah, I know that phrase. I can't remember what it means. It's just it's just begging for money, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, she like she had a, a note that said like her her sign said that she was homeless, whatever. Mm. Uh, at the end of the day, she uh, like she took t- like they watched her all day, saw roughly how much money she got, and then she went to an apartment where she was living, and then she like got dressed into some nice clothes, drove her car out, came back the next day, got got in, back into her work clothes where she sits outside all day begging for money, telling her sob story. Oh, wow. And they pointed out that um, they're basically saying a lot of these homeless people that have signs saying we'll work for money, they were like, we offered like 20 homeless people to work for yeah, money yeah. and one of them turned up and worked. Yeah. None of the others turned They offered yeah. them good money to come and do a day's work and one of them turned up. Yeah. Everyone else went, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to work. Why should I have to work? Yeah. I was like, okay, well, if why should you have to work? Why should anyone have to give their earnings to you while you sit on the side of the street? Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot there's a there's a lot more This is one of the things it. with home homeless people, right? And I don't I, I'm not there's an expert. a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it, but I'm not one of these people. When people are so quick to blame the government Yeah, you can't why that. people are homeless, there's an or be or or just 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 kind of one answer. Oh, the government should house them or it's the government or this no it's very very complicated a lot of those people aren't even in a mental state where they can keep a roof yeah. you know whether it's whether the government needs to improve mental health even if you improve mental health services how do you get someone who's suffering severe mental health to go and use those services or to even be aware that they need to use those like it's a very very complicated um uh situation and don't get me wrong, among among people who aren't working, yeah, we all know there's a few lazy people. I'm sure we, you never need to go far, you know, we all know people yeah, yeah. who are like that. But, um, yeah, it, it, I just found it, thought it was quite um, both funny and insulting that so soon after Brexit, January the 31st, they're just getting on with business yeah. as usual. Um, but we we warned them on this. We warned people on this podcast yeah. <laughs> that that Your would happen. Your motherfuckers didn't listen. <laughs> exactly. We warned you that would happen. Yeah. As soon as you vote for you vote for the, for the Tories, as soon as Brexit's done and dusted, they're going back to normal. And they never cared. And the thing is, people are like, oh, you know, we're worried about you know what would happen if we're under a Labour government. Okay, well, let's look at what's going on under a Tory government. Yeah. And I'm 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 voted Conservative, not in the most recent yeah. election, but the one before that yeah. and the one before that. Yeah. But let's be real here: austerity measures, ten years, no change. Yeah. Like what's going on? It's ten years of austerity, yeah. and we're still no better. Yeah. What's going on? Like, come on now, we need, you need to up public spending. Yeah. We need to spend more money on policing in London, that's mm. for fucking sure. I feel like, like, with politics, how I like to describe it, it's, it's like a pendulum swinging. 
you leave one party in power too long and this pendulum just swings like in this case conservative yeah. it just starts swinging too much to the right then you need to vote Labour to just start bringing it back to the left to the left if you're not particularly you don't like their extreme thing don't let it get that don't let it go that far mm. you know one term bring it light but yeah you're talking 15 years now it's going to be of, of conservatives yeah and as, as much as generally i agree with with most of the like uh i would like to say in previous mm. in previous times i've agreed with the um, political opinions of conservatives when it comes to like spending habits and stuff like that and yeah. economic policies to be honest i find myself falling less and less in, in line with it recently especially stuff like um pre-brexit they were saying there's no way we'll ever do trade deals with the united states when yeah. it comes to meat yeah like food produce because yeah. uh, i tell this straight love the food in america is not as good as the food here there's there's sometimes obviously there are certain foods that taste yeah, good yeah, yeah. but when you look at what's actually inside it's, that food it's stuff that's not even illegal in this country right? yeah this is the madness right this is the madness because now people are kind of again people are pointing and leaning towards this whole american thing this is the this is the madness of it right it it widens and this is a problem again which before i didn't used to like associating with the tories because i thought it was too much of a simple thing but again this is one of the things that this current crop who are in charge and they're talking about doing this deal um, and they're not um, saying all these bad foods are going to be, they, you know, they, they can't categorically say it won't be part of deals and stuff, is it's again creates this rich poor divide. Like, and I could sit here and be a dickhead and be the same as like, listen, when that bullshit chicken and bullshit food and corn fructose syrup and stuff starts flooding the, flooding the shelves, I'm going to Whole Foods. I'm buying organic. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I, I voted Labour for the people who aren't going to be okay. And that's what drives me nuts. Because that's all that's going to happen. Everyone who's... You already see it in this country. We have postcode... We have postcode um, healthcare where aff, much more affluent areas, they eat better, they have better uh, doctor facilities, uh, medical facilities in the area, or the medical facility just ain't as stretched because they are eating better. Yeah, so um, where which obviously eating better leads to leads to lower cases of things like diabetes and and other things that are associated with bad health and things like that. So all that's going to happen again, the poor are going to be in situations where they have less choice. So oh, what? There's only chlorinated chicken on the shelves. There's only uh, this 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 cereal with fructose corn syrup. Mate, I'm going and picking up my flipping organic oats. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm going and picking up my buying flipping tuna steaks that cost stupid amounts of money, but I have that luxury where I can prioritise and afford to put the best in my body, um, and I'm not having. And that's 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 the madness. That's the thing where people have. And for me, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but for me, a big part of why people voted Brexit was, as we mentioned earlier, that whole xenophobic thing with the UK. Like, is anti. It's just mad to me that I just feel like so many people have, it's almost cut off their nose to spite their face situation, you know? Um, yeah, Let's, if you want to leave Europe, leave Europe, but not in these, not in them circumstances. you got to be a bit more careful, like, oh, one sec, these people are doing this, oh, American trade deal, all this. Don't think even with the American trade deal. 
that was a massive thing before that most people were against when the EU were trying to do it. Mm. It was the TTIP, the trans what is it, Transatlantic Trade Partnership or something. It was a massive thing. Um, and it was taking years to, 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 to go ahead. And the reason it was taking so long and was so complicated was because loads of the things the US wanted, and we were one of the big part, uh, parties at the table, we were saying, no, we don't want this type of, we're not lowering our standards of food. We're not doing all this stuff. We're not doing, and now we're in a situation and, and people are calling for it. People are like, yeah, well, you know, I'm seeing things like, oh, well, we wash our, we wash our um, vegetables in, in chlorinated water. What difference is it gonna make in our chicken? It's like, that's not the case. That's, it's not as simple as that. Part of the reason is because what happens in America is because things are going to be chlorinated, the rest of the, they, they lower standards. Everywhere else. It, it lowers. You know, I was reading something as well. The, 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 um, the food poisoning rate in America compared to the UK is around 10, 10 times more. It's something like 1.5% of the population in the UK to, to the, around 20% in America. Mad, isn't it? That's crazy. It's, it's, it's more common people dying in America of food yeah. poisoning. People don't die that often no. in the UK from food poisoning. It's, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. And it's, it's, it's like, there's so many... And this is what like, I mean, like, like, don't get me wrong, we went to, we went to, to LA last year. Yeah. In-N-Out Burger is live. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's good. Cheesecake Factory. Ugh. Live, love it. Yeah. bring your cheesecake factory here. I'm all for that, yeah. yeah? But you want to bring over like a lot of the sh- shit that they eat. Even you can go online and just look at the labels on their on some yeah, of the products yeah. that they sell here. Yeah, same product, different ingredients. Different they ingredients. put some bullshit yeah. in their food, and you, like we should not be pro that at all. I saw something. I saw something ages ago that they were they'd take meat that looked like it was like going a bit stale. And they basically pump what is effectively like car exhaust fumes over it, and, and somehow it it makes the the meat look red, and it makes it more uh, like aesthetically appealing for people yeah. to buy it, and it will it will like revamp the meat for a couple of days, make it look fresher for longer. Man, I know in America there is a there is a push to having more organic produce, um, especially because they have oh, those. Mate, there is some hench spider in that corner, and I only know because it's now not there. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not well. I saw a hedge spider up in that corner, right? And I now don't see it, so it's somewhere. Which one? It's getting those spiders. But yeah, like I know there is there is like more of a movement to more towards um, fresh produce and like better better quality food. But ultimately, the people who can't afford that because that comes at a premium, yeah, is people on on, on lower wages. Yeah, man, it's messed you up. Know? Also, did you see? Sorry, just getting off topic again, which we do a lot. There was a conservative MP mm. who turns out I think it was in like two thousand and seven. Oh, not the youth. Hmm? Not the one with the youth. Kid. Mm-hmm. No, so oh. it was this guy he got done for exposing himself to a woman in a pub. Oh yeah. Man pulled his dick out. What's that about? <laughs> I saw that. I was like And now he's in government. <laughs> That's nuts. Listen, yeah, I'm an idiot, right? Ever I'll say it openly, right? We've had guests on the podcast who had their friends listen and their friends after go. That, that guy, Lewis, sounds like a bit of a dickhead. And I'll say, your friend is a good judge of character. I'm a dickhead. However, as dickheaded as I am, I've never pulled my penis out in public. Right? I would not say I'm qualified how, to sit in government. How was he filmed? you, you got to be some kind of arsehole. <laughs> it's just... Like... Uh, that was shocking. That was shocking. In this day and age? Yeah. Who is doing that? 
This is like. And then, so I bet you run, run for local council, <laughs> yeah. run for government. You say he seems like a good guy. I'm a ju- good judge of character, bro. You pulled well, your you pulled your tackle yeah. out in a public place in a pu- to, and and we talked about this a little bit, right? Obviously with the the dick pic thing. Yeah. What was your end goal doing that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? This will impress her. Yeah. I'll yeah. just pull out my flaccid penis. Because <laughs> let's be real, guys. There's nothing impressive about um, to, to anyone about your tackle when it's not yeah, filled with yeah. blood. Right? You can't be doing that. I'm not hard, oh, mate. Say that. I was at the gym today. Yeah, so that was a real thing. I was at the gym today. Okay. Um, this guy was flipping, just strutting around, flaccid with his dick hanging out, with his towel over his shoulder. Oh, in the changing room. Yeah, in the changing room. But I was just like, dude, the towel's right there. Use it. Cover up, like, like, like. Fair enough. Was he? There's there's certain times. No, there's certain times. But why are you walking round? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the towel, like he was walking around like he was looking for something with the towel over your shoulder. Like, even if you left the towel in your locker. And you're just walking around, but don't have it with you oh, and not use it. Like, come on. Okay. I got asked him then, yeah. You go, you go for a swim, you go gym, whatever. Yeah. You have a shower, right? Yeah. What's your protocol yeah. for getting from the shower yeah. to dressed? Right. When I when I used to be when I used to be younger, fact, funny enough, as I was walking into the gym before Super Proud Man was popping around, um, Mr. Confident, um, I was actually having this joke because I was on the phone to someone. And um, and I was saying, yeah, I'm, I can tell I've got older because I just don't care as much now. <laughs> like before, when I was younger, I used to pop up, be covering up, like doing some weird ways to put my boxes or whatever on without being exposed. And now, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm definitely not that guy. And I've got, I use my towel for a majority of the time. But where it's awkward, I'm just taking my towel and putting my boxes on. Right, so you've got like, like five, ten second window of being butt naked. I would probably say in total... Me getting ready, there's probably yeah, about that amount of time with, of me being naked. Yeah, I'm pro- I'm probably the same, bro. I'll, I'll I'll have my shower, I'll get out, I'll dry myself off as much as possible. Yeah. And then I just be like, oh, I need to put my boxes on. Yeah. So I drop the towel, put the boxes on, I'm good. Yeah. But there was a time I have that towel wrapped around my waist. That's what I'll I'll be drying myself off and I'll be shimmying them shorts up. Yeah, yeah. This and is then loosen off the top and then <laughs> yeah. reach to and put yeah, the yeah, boxes yeah. up. And you're like, here you go, I'm done. That's what... And this, the, the thing is though, like the gym that I go to, it's weird, bro, because they um they have kids swimming lessons in there. Mm. And sometimes the dads bring in their, bring the daughters into the oh, yeah, gym. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd, I'd, if I was taking my, first of all, I personally wouldn't take my daughter if she's like, seven eight years old into a men's changing room i just wouldn't do it yeah um i'd, I'd have i'd have her mum take her yeah. take her swimming or whatever that's, that's just that's just me mm. but yeah if for, for me there's like there's been times where i'll you know i'm in that mindset i'm just gonna get changed and then i see like oh man's got his kid in here yeah let's go back to old days yeah wrap the <laughs> towel shimmy up and then I'm, and then I'll do that, and then I see some other like old man just walk around with his yeah. fucking balls hanging out. I'm like, dude, there's a little girl there, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Don't destroy her her brain so young. Yeah. It's mad. It is. It is. It's mad. But yeah, um, this, I, I, I can't fucking, I've got to stop swearing, but I get so impassioned about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How are you getting your dick out in public and then getting voted and then getting I've put in office? Idea. And 
and this just goes back to like we had I had so many people that were like on on my Facebook feed going, oh, I'm really scared of what happens if we end up with uh, with Jeremy Corbyn, you know, running the country. Like, what will happen? I don't know. What did you think was going to happen? Like, obviously, oh shit. Um, obviously, there wasn't going to be like uh, internment camps getting <laughs> yeah. get, get, getting brought Popping up. up everywhere. Yeah, I I don't know if it could have gone much worse with Corbyn as mm. it is going right now with with Boris. Like, yeah. it's don't get me wrong, we're not doing that bad as a country, mm. but there's I don't see much positivity. That's yeah. That's I think that's I think that's what it is. I think the country's still divided. I think. And I think a lot. I think I think a lot. I think what a lot of people didn't seem to realise is the way the country was divided over Brexit, um, and Tories and thing. You you got people who are going to vote Tory all the time who ain't even having to look at policies or anything. It's just that's what I do. I vote Tory. You got some people vote Labour. That's fine. But I think with these people who have kind of shifted, I think what the thing is. I think a lot of people. When they keep saying, "Oh, people in their London bubble," da, 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 da. I think a lot of those people are like me. I think a lot of those people in our London bubble are people who are saying, "I'm doing okay. I'm on a nice London way. Yes, rents are ridiculous or whatever, but I'm doing okay. I'm in a career. I know what my prospects are. I'm doing okay. I'm not voting for me. I'm voting for the people who aren't in 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 the same sort of situation as me." I'm, you know, and I think a lot of people, and again, similar to me, are now thinking, you know what, they've done, they've, they've created this situation for themselves. Um, let them get on with it. Yeah. Because we've, you know, the the Brexit's happened. Tories and it's like, okay, we'll get on, with, we'll get on with things. We'll get on with things. If Tories lower taxes, like I'm not going to complain, mate. That's a benefit to me. That's the that's the thing. That's a benefit to me. Um, that that leaves more 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 cash in my pocket at the end of the day. Yeah. More more holidays. You know. The thing is, this whole idea of tax the rich. Mm. Really stupid. Like, tax the rich by all means, yeah. Yeah. But let's be real. The rich already pay more tax. Yeah. This is it. This is it. I think the story just needs to. That I think you just need to be. Don't paint successful people as the bogeyman. Be like, look. You guys are all businessmen. You know how this works. Yeah? yeah. We're, we're low on money. We need to have somewhere to get a bit of money on. We're, so we need you to pay a little bit extra for however long, whether it's permanent, whether it's temporary. Like, we need you to pay a little bit extra for now. This is how we can maybe work out. Let's sit down. Let's, let's come to some sort of agreement. I don't know. You know, they could do something or they could say like, okay, look, um, there's higher taxes here, but what we'll do, we'll lower corporation tax with... Um, in the hope that you guys reinvest those save, you know what I mean. There's loads of ways to do things. It's like, okay, we're gonna load this by one percent or two percent. We want you guys to reinvest that money or create new jobs because ultimately more jobs is gonna create um, more tax. And so there's loads of ways they could do it. But this whole thing of painting the painting people who 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 are successful as the bogeyman and oh they're not paying their fair share of taxes, and ultimately there's a very uh, a very strong correlation between people who make money and how hard people work. Yeah. <laughs> like that's actually a very who would have thought? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like you know, it's not. It's, it, yeah. So when 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 that was that that does put me off labour. When they start sort of spinning that, oh, 
the 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 one percent that they're they're um, not working as hard. You're having to work harder. You're paying more taxes. You're doing it. They're like, come on, mate. Just 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 be a bit more honest than that. Yeah, it's, it's it is a bit shit. Yeah. The 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 way we are kind of, I know, fed kind of bullshit propaganda. It's mad. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, before we wrap up, there's one other thing I just want to have a little rant about. Yeah. Right. And again, I'm hoping I didn't fucking mention this. Thing, but... So I've got this uh Vauxhall in- Insignia as my courtesy car. Oh yeah. You know how big a Vauxhall Insignia is, yeah. Yeah. It's a huge car. Right. It's a saloon, four doors, massive long boot. It's like the size of a five series being up. This thing was fitted with a 1.5 litre petrol engine. Oh, yeah. Gave me 40 miles to the gallon. And this was me driving it, like, economically as hell. I had cruise control set, whatever. I was just rolling 65, 70 mile an hour on the motorway. Right? 40 mpg, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? My Ford diesel engine gave me 60 mpg, average. Why is it mm. that the government are trying to push us away from diesel engines to petrol engines because of emissions, right? Yeah. So if a petrol engine is 50% less economical, or if my diesel engine can get me 50% more MPG, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's burning, like, let's say a third a third less the amount of fuel in theory, because you've yeah. got 40 to 60 MPG. Yeah. If I'm burning a third of the amount of fuel, doesn't it, that mean I'm putting out a third of the amount of emissions, like, or a third less emissions per mile? Fair enough, obviously diesel is has more NOx gases. Yeah. But all you need to do is say, right, if you're going to produce a car with a diesel engine, it has to have an AdBlue tank. Okay, what does that do? AdBlue tank, basically, um, AdBlue is actually sheep's piss. Okay. Um, so if you have a car like, um, I think Sonny's probably got one on his Panamera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an AdBlue tank on my Q7 because it's got a big diesel engine. Yeah. And what it does is it drip feeds uh sheep's piss urea into the exhaust system and that uh, neutralizes the nox gases that are coming out of the exhaust so it makes the car less harmful to the environment okay so all you've got to do is say all right every car every mm. diesel car regardless of the size of the engine has to have an ad blue tank there you go because the the road tax on my q7 mm. despite it being a massive car was like i think it's 100 quid a year 125 a year something like that okay but the, the the insurance on my beam is more the the road tax, so it it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why it is that we're all being told oh you know diesel's the devil da 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 da. Yeah. You've already priced it up stupidly. Diesel's so much cheaper to produce, and yet we pay more for it than we do petrol, just through taxation. Yeah. We're getting screwed over. So that's my little thing. If you if you're believing all this bullshit, especially when you think about the amount of bullshit with Fedbrum, I remember back in the day, I was being in school mm. and getting told there's only about ten years worth of petrol left on this country. Yeah, yeah. On this planet. Yeah, I remember hearing things like yeah. In ten years there'll be no fuel. That's it. We'll all be buggered. <coughs> yeah. I also remember when the iPod was first released. They're saying in ten years no one will be reading books. Books will be gone. They'll yeah, be, yeah. They'll be yeah. abolished. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You motherfuckers don't know about Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, we've we've burned up too much time. Uh, is is current uh, time is twenty to one hey. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, that's dedication. That's dedication, people. Uh, so yeah, let's do our let's do our throwbacks. Um, okay. Obviously, my throwback movie is Outbreak, starring Dustin Hoffman, as mentioned previously. Um. My throwback song. 
God, what do you know? Do yours. I've, there's a song specifically that I had right. in my head. So my throwback film. That's not really that throwback. I was just trying to think of something to do with boxing. But it's okay. only 2011. Real Steel. Okay. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. That surprised me. Like it was a family film. I didn't watch it in cinema. I just watched it. It was on Sky one time, and I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty sick." It was when they have the boxes, uh, the robots that they control to do like boxing matches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my throwback song is a proper throwback, not like that film. Um, it's "Everyday Struggle" um, by Notorious B.I.G. Okay. It's one of my favourite songs off of his first album. I've been listening to quite a bit uh, lately, actually. My throwback song is uh, Me, Myself and I from Three Feet High and Rising. Oh, there was a... Me, Myself again. Yeah, tune. Do you know what? There's... Yeah, we, we need to do a... We need to do a, a podcast on, on the uh, the history of hip-hop, man. Yeah. If, if you're listening yeah. and you're not a big hip-hop fan, it's because you don't know about hip-hop. Like, if you, if you know about hip-hop, you've got to be a fan of it. I can't see yeah. how you can't be. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's the end of today's episode. Look out for our um, NJ page. I'm actually going to be giving away some some money soon. Okay. I basically uh, what I'm going to be doing. I'll tell you guys now. Obviously, I'll put out a post on it at some point. I'll be putting out a post with a little catchphrase, and all you got to do is post on your storyline that catchphrase, and tag us in it, and there will be a a, a cash winner for uh, for whoever does. I'll, I'll draw from whoever uh, shares it. Yeah, that's what we'll be doing coming up. So make sure you're following us. Our Instagram page is at NGA Podcasts. Uh, yeah, just uh, just keep us eye out for us. Anyway, that's that's us for today. Hope you've enjoyed. Uh, feel free to share with your friends, work colleagues, family members, as long as you tell them in advance that we swear a lot, me, me in particular, <laughs> and that we're not qualified, but we are smart as hell. Uh, that's me. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we are OUT. Oh, peace.